Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Bless the name of Jesus. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV Network. And we're here again. As we get ready to start our program today, we're talking about the subject matter of taking a stand for Christ's sake and no room for compromise. And so we're going to go right away into the word of the Lord as we go into a brief word of prayer. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before your presence, we want to thank you for your goodness, your mercy. We want to thank you for your kindness. We want to thank you, Lord, for this broadcast. We want to thank you for all of our subscribers and all of our current listeners. We pray that you would bless. We pray that you would touch. We pray that you would anoint each and every heart. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, meet them at their point of need. Oh, God, that you might get all the glory, honor, and the praise. And we give you the thanks, oh, God. We ask, oh, God, you would strengthen us. Help us to decrease that your anointing may increase, that the body of Christ might be edified. These and other blessings we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Amen. We're here. Amen. We're here again, my friend, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We honor our bishop in the person of Bishop Ellis E. Murchison and Lady Murchison and the entire Pentecostal Power Church family. We honor my own wife, Missionary Newson, and to all of the Fidget subscribers and current listeners. We honor you in your respective place. And we're here again with a great subject today, talking about taking a stand for Christ's sake. And the subtopic is no room for compromise. Praise the Lord. And uh, we have a great subject today talking about taking a stand for Christ's sake and no room for compromise. Praise the Lord. And so we thought, amen, that uh, this particular subject matter would be uh, a series because there are so many um, parts that go to uh, taking a stand for Christ's sake, because uh, right now we at a time in our uh, belief system where uh, the church is under attack. And we must be uh, stirred up uh, by the Holy Ghost. We must be stirred up by the word of the Lord Jesus and the apostles and the Holy Writ that uh, time is winding up. And so we are definitely, amen, charged with, amen, uh, the message of delivering, amen, the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the death, burial and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So here we are picking it up from yesterday. We ended up with First uh, John 4 and 15 and First John 2 and 15, dealing with this taking a stand for Christ's sake and no room for compromise. So we'll go right in to the word of the Lord, which is found in First John uh, 4, amen, and 15. It reads, whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. Praise the Lord. And so there it is, my friend. If God, since God be in us, and those of you that claim to have the Holy Ghost, if God be in you, you have the power to resist temptation, to resist those that come 
amen, with a false doctrine, those that come with a false belief system, those, amen, that come with a compromising spirit to accept all of these things that are not godly. Praise the Lord. And, you know, I thank and praise God because, uh, you know, uh, there are several scriptures that deal with this, you know, uh, you know, dealing with uh, no room for compromise. We have to, amen, refute all false teachings. We have to refute anything that's not given by the apostles or given by Jesus or given by uh, the letter that was written to the churches. We ought to refute anything that compromises the position of holiness. Praise the Lord. And so that's where I'm going with this today because so many of us say it's no harm in this, it's no harm in that, but we have to be careful. The Bible tells us to be sober and be vigilant in, uh, I believe, 1 Peter 5 there, it told us to be sober, be vigilant, because the adversary, the devil, goeth about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And so there's no room for compromise when it comes to the word of the Lord. What is written has been written for our admonition and our learning, and we must uh, stand on it, and we must go through, even when it doesn't seem to be uh, uh, to our advantage or, or to our comfort. Because... We're going to be persecuted for the name of Jesus. We're going to be hated for his namesake. And so if you have thin skin, you're not going to uh, be in a good position to stand. And so you got to uh, take this thing on and know that for as much then as Christ has suffered in the flesh for us, we have to arm ourselves likewise with the same mind. And for he that has suffered in the flesh have ceased from sin. And so we got to know that God, uh, the love of God dwells in us and God dwells in us and we dwell in him. And so the only way we can know God dwell in us and we dwell in him, his love must be permeated throughout our lives. That means we have to continue to show love. And it doesn't mean that you don't have love because you take a position. Somebody praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have to take a stand. Yes, we have love for others. We have love for those that uh, want to be a part and that want to be born again. But here it is, my friend. It takes what God calls uh, uh, holiness. It takes what God calls righteousness for us to be able to stand. And we need truth. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we need truth to stand. So we can't compromise the truth just to uh, have friends. We can't compromise the truth just to have somebody come visit our assemblies. We can't compromise truth just not to hurt somebody's feeling because our intent is not to hurt anybody, but our intent is to proclaim this gospel, which is the truth of the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior. So here it is, my friend, in Romans 8 and 1, where we left off yesterday after I quoted those scriptures, uh, 1 John 4 and 15 and 1 John 2 and 15 reads, uh, this way. And we're going to read that also for your hearing in First John 2 and 15. It reads here, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And it says here, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Praise the Lord. And so we thank God for this scripture because 
you know, many have gone after the world and yet staying in the church saying that they're holy. And this scripture tells us here to love not the world because you cannot love God and love mammon. You can't serve two masters. You're going to love one or hate the other. You're going to cleave to one or despise the other. And so you can't have your cake and eat it too. Some people want to go and do whatever they want to do and say that they're yet free and, and that God still loves us because we're not perfect. That's an excuse. That's a doctrine of a devil because God told us in Acts, uh, the apostles told us, and God had it written by the apostles in the book of Acts 1 and 8. It said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And if you're claiming the Holy Ghost, you shouldn't be smoking, you shouldn't be drinking. And I know people going to, this is going to be controversial. People say, well, you judging, you know, you're not going to be sleeping with somebody else, husband or wife, if you claim in the Holy Ghost. If the Holy Ghost, the love of God be in you, it's going to constrain you to love and walk in righteousness. Praise the Lord. And so we can't compromise this gospel because we want friends. We want an audience. We want a platform. Praise the Lord. It's not about a platform. This is about righteousness. Praise the Lord. And the scripture says, righteousness shall exalt a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. And so we cannot tolerate sin. Sin is a reproach to any people. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to know that it's, if sin is a reproach, since sin is a reproach to any people, we have to refute all of these false doctrines that compromise our salvation, saying that we can we can fall down and we get up. No, a saint is not a sinner that didn't fell down. A sinner is a sinner that didn't fell down. You know, a just man can fall seven times, you know, but only the sinner will stay there and lay in it. But the righteous man is going to get up, repent, and turn from it and walk toward God and walk with the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so here we are. So if you're still walking in sin, then you're not taking the stand that God wants you to take. Because you're not taking that stand. You're affecting somebody else's uh, belief system, whether you believe it or not, whether you want to accept it or not. What you do does affect others. And what you have done do affect others. And sometimes it has a lasting stain or effect on the minds and on the uh, uh, on the position of those that have followed you. And so we have to be careful as men and women of God that we uh, proclaim the truth, we stand on truth, and we don't compromise it just to have friends. And I thank and praise God for this particular platform because some of these issues are controversial. And sometimes, you know, uh, we don't want to talk about them in our churches. You know, let's just be honest about it. We don't want to talk about some of these things in our churches. But the gospel is to be preached and is to be conveyed in righteousness. And the Bible said, so that we are thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And so if we're going to if we're going to teach and preach holiness, then we got to go, you know, into it by layer. You know what I'm saying? And when we go into it by layer, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't matter uh, who don't like it. What, what really matters is that God get the glory. What really matters 
is that that person turn to God and be saved in the end. Praise the Lord. And so that's what that's what this faith in God ministry is about. It's about proclaiming truth and reaching into the depths of the vineyard of those lost souls and those hurt people and those people that have fallen and hadn't gotten back up because somebody didn't have enough backbone to tell them that truth is going to be truth when you come back to the church. Doesn't matter if you've been gone 10 years or 20 years. When you get back to the church, holiness is still holiness. Here we are today in Romans 8 and 1. As we get ready to finalize this, we want to read this. It says, therefore, now there is no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Now, if you're in your flesh, you can't walk after the spirit until the spirit gets in you. You can't walk after the spirit until you put down your way and pick up God's way. And so when you pick up God's way, then you're saying, okay, Lord, I'm taking on your ways. I'm taking my, I'm taking your yoke up on me and I'm going to learn of you because your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And so since God's yoke is easy and burden is light, we can learn according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, if any man be in Christ, he or she is a new creature. Therefore, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. They are not new the minute you get in the water and get baptized. They become new through the process of teaching, learning, uh, Bible class, Sunday school, fasting, prayer, seeking the face of God, keeping a heart of repentance, having forgiveness for brothers and sisters and those that have wronged you. Praise the Lord. And so we can't compromise this position. And it says, for what the law of the spirit of life in Christ had made me free from the law of sin and death. Now you see how we can have freedom. We was in Galatians 5, 1 and 2. You can have liberty to walk in righteousness. You can have liberty to obey and submit to the things of God and walk in obedience to Christ. Praise the Lord. And so this doesn't mean, okay, I can go back to the tavern. I can go back to smoking blunts and smoking weed and, you know, hanging out with the fellas. No, 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 no. That's going to get you back into your old sins. And so we have to encourage, you know, you know, new new creatures, new beginners, uh, you know, new believers that's coming on board. I call them becoming saints. And so as, as they become saints, we have to teach them the ways of holiness. Back in the old day, when I was coming up in the faith, they just flat foot taught holiness. And they weren't trying to satisfy any flesh. They were actually trying to edify the Lord and edify your spirit to become more like Christ, to be born again. And so I thank God for those uh, older pastors and bishops that really stood on truth, amen, and went to their grave with it. And I thank and praise God. I intend to do the same thing. I'm going to stand on truth regardless of who take down, who don't do what. I'm going to stand on the gospel, on, on the Bible. And that means if it be, you know, no matter who it is, what it is, I'm going to stand with the scripture. It says for what the law could not do, the law could not save, the law could not make the commerce there too perfect. 
and it was weak through the flesh. Every time they tried to do uh, what the law required, it also revealed sin. It showed their weakness to, to comply with God's holy ordinances and commandments. Praise the Lord. And so uh, it was weak through the flesh, and God had to send his own son. He said, Lord, I come in the volume of the books to do thy will, O God. And we just know, amen, that God had prepared a body, a ram, a sacrifice. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He had prepared, amen, a sacrifice for sin. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so that he would die, amen, as a substitutionary death, uh, a sinful death, which we deserve. And he stood in the gap for us and became the mediator, the bishop of our souls. He mediated between man and God and reconciled us back to himself. Praise the Lord. And so we thank God for that wonderful work that was wrought on the Christ. I mean, by Christ on the cross. We thank God for that. And it says here in verse four, as we finalize, as we, we close this out, but we are going to be coming back tomorrow with series number three. Amen. So please stay tuned and subscribe. Verse number four, it says, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh. So if you're not walking after the flesh, but after the spirit, then you're free to receive all that the spirit has to offer you. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. Look at somebody and tell them the sky is the limit of the things, amen, that God, amen, will supply when we walk in the spirit. And so there is no limit on what the spirit can do in our lives. And that's why we need faith in God to trust and believe God. No matter what comes, what goes, we can walk in the spirit of God, walk in the spirit of the life of Christ in Christ Jesus and experience the fullness of God, all, all the blessings, all, all, the, all the, the blessings and the benefits that the spirit have to offer us. And so we don't have to walk in shame and degradation. We don't have to walk in fear. And we certainly don't have to walk in, amen, uh, uh, a degenerated lifestyle. Praise the Lord. And so some people say this life can't be lived. It can't be done. This life can be lived. Praise the Lord. And if Noah could live right without the Holy Ghost, you can live right with the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Because the Bible said Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And so we have the grace of God. We have the hope of glory on the inside. And so there it is, my friend, as we get ready to wrap it up today, we thank God for you being a part of this broadcast listening in today. And so we encourage you, amen, to come back, amen, on tomorrow and be a part of this broadcast to listen in to taking a stand for Christ's sake and no room for compromise. And tomorrow, amen, we'll be, amen, going to Hebrews, amen, chapter 10. And so we'll be going through some uh, areas in there talking about not taking a stand and what it's going to take to make this stand. But I want to let you know, according to Ephesians 6 and 10, it says, having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girded about with truth. You need truth, my friend. According to, according to John, St. John 8, 31 and 32, he says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. You're not free if you're in sin. But if Christ liberates you, when Christ liberates you, when God liberates you from sin, you don't have to return back to those old sins. You don't have to be like a dog going back to his vomit. You can walk, amen, sin-free. You can walk, amen, liberated from sin. You can walk in the power of his might. Praise the Lord. 
And so we thank God for you today. Uh, we appreciate you listening in on the broadcast. This is your host, Ella Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV Network. And we thank you for joining us again today. May God bless you and God keep you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord.